All right, and we are live. What's up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Sweet Advice Podcast. So today we are going to talk about uh, the FIFA, the 2018 FIFA World Cup. We're going to recap uh, the groups, and we're going to talk about the excuse me, the team that's the teams that have already uh, gone through, and the teams that are on the brink of going through, and the teams that did unfortunately did not make it. Um, so we have been watching, well, I know I've been watching all of the games. I think there's only one game that I didn't watch, and it was only like half that I didn't watch because my wife didn't let me. I had to watch it on my phone. That's crazy. That's um, commitment. Yeah, I was telling That's you, I, I, I even woke up at 4 a.m. because we're mountain time. I woke up at 3.50 a.m. to watch the France game. That was on a Saturday. And, but that's uh, crazy because like no games have been played like at that time, right? But that then was again, the only game I think. Was it like in the far like east eastern part of Russia? Because I know uh, they have like eleven time zones, right? Something yeah, like I that. don't. Huh? I don't. I don't even know, man. Um, it was because I mean most of the the part of Russia that's like populated is the the western part, like the one that's closer right, to Europe. Right, 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 right. So I'm guessing if it was like at like you said at five, it must have been like. Farther east, mm. maybe? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But I think it, they were playing um, Australia. I think it was their first game. Oh, okay. And then that's when Pogba made the goal at the very end, and it oh. hit the crossbar and it went in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I was, like, half asleep, you know, during that game because it's so early. But, yeah, I usually wake up at 4 a.m. to go to the gym, but it was on a Saturday. Damn. So my, my time clock was all that's off. That's crazy. But, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is – Look, it's only every four years. Everybody looks forward to the World Cup. And, you know, people always talk about it. But then when it, when it comes down to it, people are always complaining like, oh, it's too early. It's, too early. it's like, who, so who gives a shit? It's, That's when you separate the real fans. Yeah, dude. The, like, like, I mean, I, I'm not like the biggest fan in the world. But if I have the time, if I'm not at work, if I'm not doing something, if I don't have to go to a wedding or a funeral or something... Which even then, I might have to take my You're phone, streaming it on your phone, stream it. Um, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch because it's it's you know it's the World Cup. I love soccer. Um, you love soccer. People that we know love soccer, and we look. This is what we look forward to. This is four years in the making, and you know. So right now we're going to uh, let's go through Group A real quick. All right. So we had Uruguay, Russia, Saudi Arabia, and Egypt. What did you think about that group? Man, you know what? Uh, the opening match, I thought Russia was... Because Russia won the opening match 5-0, right? Who did they beat? Was it Egypt or Saudi Arabia that first game? Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, yeah. So I, I remember I came over to, to do a, a podcast with you, and I told you, wow, Russia, right? 5-0. So they looked impressive. Then their second game, they looked impressive as well. They won 3-0. Um, Uruguay had been kind of just like barely winning... So I figured that the game yesterday, because they played yesterday, I figured that it was going to be a close game. Right. But um, I think Uruguay, what, they won 3-0? Yes. Yeah, so it was like their, their first true stiff test for Russia. And, I mean, obviously they've improved. They're, they're decent, but not world-class level. So, yeah, Ur Uruguay, as expected, um, was the team that I thought was going to win the group. And, well, they did. But Uruguay started off... Like, horrible, dude. Like, oh, yes. They started off, like, you could tell they weren't in sync. It, it almost had seemed like they had never played with each other before. Right. And it's like, what the hell's going on? Russia looked really good. Yeah. But you got to remember, Saudi Arabia, 
um, which turned out to be better th- than uh, we we thought Saudi Arabia was the worst team, but actually Panama ended up being the, the worst team. There's right? such an embarrassment, dude. We'll talk about Panama in a, in a minute. Um, but Saudi Arabia won their last game against Egypt. Egypt. Didn't matter, but they won. I mean, it's like, hey, you know, Egypt had a, a decent squad, uh, and they ended up losing to Saudi Arabia. Oh, was it two to one? No, uh, I think so. But I mean, what do you mean a decent squad? They had like one good player. But, but I mean, in in Africa, in the African nations, Egypt is is not, you know, like overlooked. No, I mean, they, Morocco had a had a, a great decent. team, which we'll talk about in a minute with Group B. Uh, but Egypt, you know, I would pick them over Saudi Arabia in the group, and, and Saudi Arabia beat them. So it's like, right. what the heck? Um, but I think Russia benefited from playing Saudi Arabia first, and then they played Egypt. And then when they played Uruguay, you saw the difference. The difference, the talent man. level. You saw the two forwards, Cavani and, um, Suarez. and Suarez. Did you see that goal? The, yeah. What was that about? I don't know. I don't know if you saw the 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 part where the Russian player he kind of moved both of the Uruguay players out of the way because there were yeah the, there was a line of players right. He was uh, Suarez is gonna do the free kick, and it was the goalie's fault. Like he, he I guess he was thinking he's gonna curl it over so move, and then yeah. there was just this huge gap. On the left side of on him. On the left side, right. And he just just kicked it in. So the the Uruguay players were just going to kind of jump up, right? That's what they were going to do. So right, and that's right. what the That's why the Russian player kind of just moved them out of the way. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what the that's hell? That's kind of weird. Miscommunication yeah. on, on the Russian And he still part. scored it. That was a really cool goal. Right. The only other goal that I've seen like that is, I think, Ronaldinho. I don't know. He... Oh, under. One. Yeah, under. under I was like, oh, yeah. wow, that's like so cool, you know? Because like, you know they're going to jump. Yeah, you know and they're so going to jump. Like, so well, you kind of like outsmart them, hit it through the bottom. So, right. yeah, that was a crazy goal. Yeah, so uh, so we have uh, Group A, Uruguay, and Russia are going through. Um, Uruguay had, what, nine points? They won yeah, all of their games. The games yeah. Russia won two of their games. games. So that leaves Saudi Arabia and Egypt out. Um, and it, it went pretty much as... As we expected it. Yeah. Right? Nobody expected Saudi Arabia or Egypt to, to go through. Uh, Uruguay was a little shaky, but they, they pulled it out. Russia looks decent. And so uh, moving on to Group B, we have Spain, Portugal, Iran, and Morocco. That first game, we did the podcast. We yeah. were like, hey, we got to go watch this game. Yeah, and then we went and watched and it. And we after. knew, and we talked about Ronaldo, how he was going to bring it. And he, he brought it. Shit, he brought it like you wouldn't believe. He carried that team that that first game, Spain and Portugal, right. three to three, and uh, Ronaldo kicks the the free kick to tie it at the end of the game. That was a crazy. It was amazing. It was an amazing goal. I mean, the way he curled it right over the clutch, the, the clutch. defenders, right when they needed him, he came through. Um, and this is basically why we have the debate between between um, Messi, and, uh, Ronaldo. Messi and, and Ronaldo and. You know, I'm not gonna say it's still kind of early, but I'm I'm gonna you know say that Ronaldo, this World Cup, no matter what happens from here on out, because Portugal already went through, right? Messi and Argentina on the brink of of not qualifying uh, for the next round, which the game is gonna start what in, in yeah, an hour an from hour. now. So we have to get through this very quickly because we got to watch that game. Um, they. Uh, you know, Portugal, 
I don't think gets a lot of respect. And and um, on Twitter, there's a guy, um, what's his name? I forgot his name right now. But uh, he's he, he's a he has a podcast. He's a soccer analyst, oh. and uh, we were going back and forth on Twitter about how uh, you know Portugal doesn't get respect, or do they get respect? And I think they don't. I, I think Ronaldo gets respect. Oh yeah, lots. but the team, the Portuguese team, they don't because you don't have a lot of superstars on that team like you do with Argentina, like you do with Spain, like you do with Brazil. So when you talk about Portugal. You're not talking about the team. You're talking about Ronaldo. Ronaldo. That's it. He is the the team. He's the face of the team. He's kind of like the the Cavaliers and LeBron. Yeah, he's James, LeBron. Right? He's, he's LeBron, LeBron James, James of the or, or Michael Jordan team. of the Bulls. Well, and, Michael Jordan had a couple of good players, but like LeBron James, he yeah. doesn't. Really, well, I mean, look, Portugal yeah. has decent players. They have fast yeah. players. They're skilled, but they're not world you know, class. They're not world class as you see them on. They're not on the Barcelonas. They're not on the Real Madrids. They're not on Manchester United. Uh, Juventus, Bayern Munich, or maybe one or two of them are, but for the most part, they're just like your B plus players. Yeah, they're, they're not solid, your elite level yeah, not elite. where they get endorsements and commercials and all the mo- the big money. So they're just solid. And then you have Ronaldo, who is the elite of the elite on on that team, right. and he has to carry them, right? And he comes in uh, against a Spain team that is stacked. I mean, stacked, stacked to the gills. Yeah. And what happens? Spain, I guess because of their coach, coaching uh, situation where they fired their coach the day before the tournament begins. What did you think about that? The whole firing of the coach right be- be- before the, the World Cup? Uh, hmm. Hold on. Let me, he, let me open my Zevia okay, so up. It's going to be like a hardcore thing. <laughs> I'm not getting sponsored by Zevia. So you should block that. But, uh, yeah. They should sponsor me. If you want to sponsor me, <laughs> I like your drinks. Yeah, because the coach got fired like a day or two before the tournament because he yeah. accepted the job at Real Madrid. So he t- he told Spain, I'm going to um, coach uh, Real Madrid. Right. Right? After the World Cup. Right. And so Spain, the Spanish uh, commission was like, no, you're not, because your attention's going to be on Spain on Real team. Madrid. Oh, while you're coaching Spain, yeah. we don't we don't need that. We want a Spanish coach that's going to stay the Spanish coach even after the World Cup. You have to build their players up for the next mm-hmm. tournament. So they want somebody stable. They don't want somebody whose mind is on somewhere else. Somewhere else, you know, in in, uh, in Real Madrid. And so, how do I feel about that? I don't know. Was it like a good move by the? Spanish Federation to kick him out or because I mean did did the guy accept the job like prior like really like close to the world club during the qualification I mean not qualifications but he accepted it I think the week before before the world cup before the world cup and so the Spanish commission's like well, if you're not going to be a part of the Spanish team, like 100%, 100% then we don't want you. We want somebody who's going to be committed and doesn't have their mind somewhere else and, you know, one foot in, one foot out. We need we need total commitment. I think it showed. I don't I don't know if it was a good move or not because a part of me says, "Yeah, we don't want that bastard here." Like yeah, he's not he's, kind of he's not fully us, committed. You know? Yeah. And but another part of me is like he built that team this, he knows the players. He knows the, the schematics. The schema, the scheme. Well, how long was he under 
under uh, the Spanish national team? The what? How long was he there as a coach? Because you said um, that he knew the schematics, the players. How long was he coaching I, the at team? At least prior a to year, his a year, two, two years. Oh, so he yeah, I mean, there he, he was the, the coach. And he knew what he was going to do. He had the players to do it. They, have, they had a chance to make another run. They still do. Which I heard on the radio that they're still the favorite to win to win the, the World, World Cup. Cup. Yeah, which well, I, don't, I now they might be. They might cause, be because they have an yeah. easy road. Yeah. to the championship. And then you look bastards. at Brazil. You look at Argentina. They've kind of been underwhelmingly performing. So, well, I mean, I, I mean, I look at Germany. You thought they were gonna go in, tear the group up, and it didn't well, happen. Well, so. well, that's the thing. Germany's still in it. Yeah, they're still in it. Which, they might not be tomorrow, but we'll find out. We'll find out. Um, but Spain, I'm not too convinced. I think it was because of the coaching situation. They looked like they had never played bef with each other before, especially that first game, mm -hmm. uh, and even the second game. And even yesterday when they played, they got scored on twice by Morocco. Morocco, right. It's like, and, and they, they were on, the, like verge, minute, they were on right? the verge of not winning the group. Yeah. Right? Portugal at one point was on top of the group because of the goal they scored. Yeah. And then, oh, that brings to another point. What do you think about the the VAR, the VAR, the virtual? The one where they stop the game, they go back. Or video and assistant the, referee, yeah. I don't really know much about it. I just, I kind of know that they, they'll stop the game if they feel that there was like a blown call or they missed like a penalty call or something. Right. So then they'll stop the game like while it's running, right? That's right. what they do. And then they go check out the play. And right. then if they miss the penalty, then they'll run it back and then. Give the players, a, give the team the penalty. Right. Is that kind of how it works? Yeah. So for the most part, I think it's been working. I think they've they've gotten some good calls back. They've caught they've called some calls back, right? Like, that they called penalty, but then they removed it because yeah. it wasn't a penalty, like with Neymar. Right. And that's good stuff. But yesterday, what they did to Portugal, I think, was horrible. First of all, it took like like five minutes. Like they, the, the, the whole point is like they stop it, they, you go check it real quick, the, the ref gets something, you know, uh, get called by the, by the video assistant referee. Mm -hmm. Hey, I think you missed the call, go back and look at it. Boom, within one minute, you make the call. But they took like five minutes, dude. And wow. it's like, wait a minute, because the guy jumped up. Who, who's the Portuguese defender? Right. He jumped up, it hit off of his head. And his arm, you know, the momentum. Yeah, you it moved hit your, his arms, arm, you your arms. It, it, it hit his arm, and then they were like, "Oh, it's a penalty." But it took them like five, six minutes to decide after this. the after event. the fact. Yeah, yeah, and it's like that's stupid because number one, that was really debatable whether it was a penalty or not because it wasn't intentional. Right. You know, there's a lot of people who hate on Ronaldo, so of course they're gonna say, "Oh no, it was it was a handball. It was a handball. It's it intentional. Whatever." But to take that long, that already tells you that something wasn't right, right? It's like, should we should we do it? Should we not? At we, that point, you should just let it go. Because, I mean, if you have yeah. to think about it that much, if you have to yeah, think about it that it much, let it yeah, go. Yeah, just let it go. The ref it's saw obviously it. not he clear. Didn't call it. Yeah. Exactly. So it's so, obviously not a clear call, so yeah, but just let I, it go. For the most part, I think, I think it's a good thing. You know, most professional sports in the world have some kind of video. Replay. Uh, replay yeah. to go back and look. I think like um, basketball. I think they, they do, do it too, too much, way too much, dude. Yeah. Way too much. They and I'm afraid. Down the game a lot. I'm afraid that it's gonna happen like that in soccer because it it, it just ruins the game. It ruins the flow. And that's what I was gonna tell you because soccer is like one of those sports where like the time never stops. You know, the time keeps running whether there's a foul, whether whatever. Right. The time continuously keeps going, and 
I don't know. I feel like something like that might kind of like interfere with like the 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 motions of the game. You know, like it's gonna slow it down, and right. then eventually, because it's just starting, so you don't know. Like maybe down the road, they're gonna be calling like a lot of these plays back, and it's just gonna slow down the game a lot. Yeah. So I see it like as a good thing. But in a way, I just wouldn't want to see it, like you said, turn into like something like basketball, which I'm sure it won't, because basketball there's no. a lot of contact. Right. Um, I think soccer is a little more fluid. I don't know. It's I don't know. Well, I mean, whatever happens, I hope it doesn't affect like the final, because because you know oh, it's, yes. something's gonna happen, dude. That that's the problem is that this is the first time it's ever been used. They're still working out the kinks. But then again, there's been times also when, like, the fact that you don't have when VR wasn't uh, available, that matches were decided because it wasn't available. So, like, take for example that uh, Argentina championship with Maradona and the the hand of God. Right, right, that was right, right, clearly right. a hand. So you see, right. if you would have had VR then, you would have called that back, and Argentina might have not won the the World Cup. It goes both ways. Yeah, so it goes both ways. So it has its pros, it has its cons, but I think it's mostly for the good. Yeah, because I know baseball also didn't have it right. And then they just recently, right. like, kind of put it into right. their... Like, the home runs. Yeah, the home runs. The, the like, was it a foul ball or right. something? Yeah, so... Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying because yesterday it cost Portugal the group because they, they were on top. Now they have to play Uruguay instead of playing Russia. And everybody knows, the, the, you know, these teams, they're way better than the Russians. It's an easier path yeah. to go through the Russians than to go through Uruguay. So now anything can happen... And Portugal is is they on have the, a tough matchup. They have with a tough Uruguay. matchup. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great matchup though. Yeah. Um, when are they uh, slated to play? When do the round of sixteen start? Uh, shoot. You know what? Because there's still a couple of groups to be decided. Yeah. So, so they're gonna start. Maybe the weekend. You know what? Yeah. Because you know what? I think Friday there's no games, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think it starts on Saturday, Saturday right? Yeah, Uruguay, Portugal at. 12 p.m. Mountain Time. Saturday. Saturday. Nice. I'm going to be at a party, unfortunately, that day. And, uh, well, there's a, there's one at 8 a.m., too. So that's the second yeah. game. So I think I think it's going to be uh, C and D. Group one, one C and 2 D hmm. is at 8 a.m., and then Uruguay-Portugal is. Uh, so then we're looking at Uruguay versus Portugal, Russia versus Spain. Right. Right. I kind of already see the the outcomes of the game. Well, not the Uruguay Portugal. That that's that's a 50 50. Yeah, that's a I would say maybe even Uruguay has a little bit of the better team on that one. I mean, I I think they're playing together more. Yeah. Yeah, they're playing yeah, way so. better. They're, they're more more cohesive. They look good. And they against yeah. Russia, well, they so. they look good at their last game. The yeah. first two games not so yeah, much. Yeah, not so good. But, you know, Portugal has the great equalizer which is Ronaldo who has been just insane. I mean, that guy is playing. He shows up in the clutch whenever you need him. As he gets older, he's gotten – he's playing like he's back in Manchester United. I mean, it's insane. He's not as quick. Yeah. He's not as quick. He's not as agile, but he's just smarter. And And he's developed. Yeah, he's developed other skills as well, like the leadership and everything. Well, you saw him, you know, when they won the Euro, he was out, but he was on the sidelines coaching and everything, so – he fires up his teammates. He's one of those guys that, like, walks into the locker room or goes into the game, and you just want to be around him, you know, because right. you know he he's wants a to winner. win. Yeah, he's, he's a, a winner. winner. He has yeah. a killer instinct, which Messi doesn't have. And people, this is the argument that we've always had. It's, it's Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. 
Who's the one that has the killer instinct? Who's the who's the one you want with the ball when when it comes who down comes to down it? To Who, who's the most clutch person? You know, and and the answer is going to be Ronaldo. And, and, and but that's the debate. Is people fifty people are going to say no? Messi. Fifty people are going to say yes? And and it's just been an age old debate. But I think this World Cup, Ronaldo has proven that he can carry his team. He can score. He can make beautiful plays. He can. You know, just step up when you need them. And where's Messi? I mean, we need to send a, a search and rescue party to, to go find his ass because he's. Did you see his face at the end yeah, of the game? Yeah, he looks Croatia? so demoralized. He's like, he's, he's just like down. He's man. like, man, I don't want to be here. Yeah. The hell with this shit. What's wrong with him? He's just. You not, know what? I kind of feel bad for him because I know I he's don't a good. Feel bad for him, you know what? Look, um, I think Ronaldo's a better player. I think he's proven it at the international level, at the club level. He, I, for me, Ronnie is number one. Messi's number two, but I don't hate on Messi. I mean, the guy. Oh, he's the the guy is great. His record speaks for himself. Yeah, he, he's it. he's he's a winner too. But yeah. I don't know, man. Like when it comes to like the international team, it's just as if he just can't get it together. And I don't know if it's him or his teammates, but I don't know, man. Like it kind of makes me sad to. Because everybody talks trash about him, you know? Like, everybody's like, oh, look at Messi. There you go. He's choking up again. They you talk know? trash about Ronaldo, too, all the time. No, I know, but... He's a he's a, a transvestite, and he's he's this and that, and he puts makeup on, and he can't score penalties, and this... Well, talking about not scoring penalties, he yeah, missed he one missed yesterday. One, he missed one, but... But, look, he single-handedly got his group, his... His, his team into team the knockout into stages. The knockout stages. So, what, what can you say? Okay, he missed the penalty, fine... But he's already scored four amazing goals. Yeah. I mean, wh- what has Messi done? Zero goals. He can't. He can't lead his team. Nobody respects him anymore. Everybody's talking trash about him. Well, that, that's why I feel bad for him. Cause, like, I don't know if it's a good thing that I feel bad for him or not. Cause I mean, no, I don't think anybody likes to be pitied. Uh, but I, I know the guy's capable of a lot more. You know, I've seen him at Barcelona. Um, the guy is great. So I know. He has it in him, and the fact that he can't just like bring it out on the international stage is, is bad, man. Well, like it well, makes me feel. But does that bad say something him. about him that he can't do it if he doesn't have world class Barcelona talent right. around him? Yeah. So and is that's that the argument. Is? Yeah. So that's the argument, and and that's what I use when I argue with people that Messi's a better player. So I think Ronaldo's a better player. He came. Because Messi joined Barcelona when he was, what, like 16, 14, something, something like that, right? Like, yeah. he was very young. Ronnie, through the program, Yeah, right? through the program. Ronaldo came up through, like, a Portuguese team, and then mm-hmm. he got over to Man United, won player of the year. Champions uh, League. Champions League. He in went, the Premier League. In the Premier League, which yeah. Which is the toughest, Not maybe not skill-wise, but, but physical-wise. Yeah. yeah, it's the toughest league to play in. He won in. The, the Golden Boot. Up until, like, oh, this yeah. last season, Salah broke his record for most goals in a season. Right. Um, he went over to Real Madrid. He's won champions. He's won players of the year. He's won the Euro with his team. So, I mean, Ronaldo is set as an all-time great. Right. Well, both of them are. Yeah. Messi, there's always going to be that asterisk if he can't, like, do anything with his international team. Right. But, I mean, he still has one more game. And as a soccer fan, because I know he's a quality player, I would want him to do good, and I would want him to go through the next round. And as a fellow uh, Latino, I would want him to advance as well. So, Even though Argentinians don't <laughs> hate, hate I, I don't like Argentina. 
I don't like Argentina. I really don't. There's a big I rivalry like Me- there. I like Messi. Yeah. But yeah, Argentina as a team, man, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> never going to root for them. All right, well, we'll, uh, we'll so. get to them in a minute. Yeah. All right, so Group C. All right. Uh, we have France, Denmark, Peru, and Australia. Okay. I Man, did you? the thing is, I, I really had big hopes for Peru. I did, too. I thought and they, yeah. they had a decent team. I tell you, those guys can run forever. They put heart and soul into their into their play, and unfortunately, they they came up short. Right? They they came up uh, not being able to beat a team like France, which I'm super disappointed with. I mean, especially after the game that w- that I just watched today, France versus Denmark, it was a snooze fest. France, they they're lacking that killer instinct. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I think Pogba and Mbappe didn't even play, because all they needed was a draw to secure the the group. That pisses me off. Yeah, man. and it's like, look, you have people from coming from all over the world paying off. ridiculous prices for these World Cup games. I think it's like five hundred dollars yeah. or something like that for a France game. Not only that, like but the thousand, flight, the yeah. hotel, the food. Yeah, and then you go yeah. and you don't see your full team play, that and is... they're playing uh, what I call whole ball. Where they just pass it back yeah, they and, don't back attack. and back. They don't want to attack. Neither they the don't want to risk yeah, it. Yeah, they don't want to risk it. And Denmark it. is like, oh, with the with the draw, we secure. Yeah, the, we secure the win. The, That's the, some the, BS, the, uh, man. Going through to yeah, the next that round. Yeah, some BS. And it's like you're sitting there and like this is supposed to be a World Cup, world class level game. Go at it. Try to you know Denmark should try to win the group. Yeah. And they did it. They did it yeah, because they saw down, France. Yeah, that they weren't right. attacking too much. So it, it's kind of like they made like a mutual agreement, exactly. right? Exactly. Like, hey, you know what? We'll kind of just take it easy. We won't hurt anybody. We won't attack. You won't attack, and we'll both go through. Right. We win. We win the group, and you That's guys like advance. That's like the video you showed me of uh, Colombia and yeah, that was who was it? It was Colombia and uh, who was it? Uh, Jesus. Um, Colombia and who else? Peru? It might have been Peru. Yeah. Like, because they were like, if we if we tie, we it's tie. one to one, and and Chile won't go through. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that like, yeah, you show me that bullshit. video, right? Yeah, that's bullshit. It's yeah, because like, they they because if one of the teams lost, because it was Peru versus Colombia, so if one of the teams lost, they were gonna go out, and in their place, it was gonna be Chile to take their world right, spot. Right. But then they figured out, hey, you know, if we both tie the game, we both go through. Exactly. So then they literally like made an agreement between <laughs> the like players. In the yeah. ball back and forth very yeah. slowly. Yeah. No one's attacking. No one's attacking. That's horrible. Yeah. Man. That's horrible. And then they both were like celebrating at the end because they had made the World Cup. So yeah. Yeah, that was super crazy. But I think that's so. I mean, it's good for the teams that are doing it because they're doing it for a purpose. But I mean, for like the other teams that are still trying to get into like the knockout stages and everything, it's just it must be so frustrating, you know, just right. looking at these teams, just kind of like, like just mess around and and not want to win the game. Yeah, and and that's but it's so disappointing because France, like they have all the talent in the world, man. They, they have do. they have world class players. They're very young, they're fast. I mean, you have uh, Dembele. Conte, Pogba, Griezmann. Mbappe, Griezmann, who I think is the best player in France right now, what, top five player in the world, and they can't get the ball to him. I mean, the dude's like running around, like, give me the ball, give me the ball, and then they're, I don't know what the hell they're doing. Like, they just can't play together. And this has been true of France ever since, uh, you know, after 98, 
when they won the World Cup, they haven't been the same. I mean, they have a solid squad. They have great talent. They can't get it together. Just like Spain, just like uh, Argentina, Brazil sometimes. They just, all the talent is there, and they can't get it together. Yeah, know? that's right. But I had heard um, that there was, like, problems with, like, the coach. Because I know Benzema was left out. Right. And a couple of other players didn't really want to play for this coach. So I don't know if it's the Ebra. coach. Who is it? The Champs? That's, that's his the Champs, I think. Yeah, Patrice Sarah. So what's up with the coach, man? Like, how, why is it that these players didn't want to play for him? Is he like a I kind of know. like a narrogan guy, or they left a a Ribery off? Yeah, Ribery. Yeah, that guy's a, a, beast, a beast with uh, Munich, right? So, yeah. but I, I know Ribery and some other French player were in trouble. I think it was Benzema. Benzema. Ribery and Benzema. They were. They got caught. I think they were pimps. No. Yeah, dude, they were, they were French pimps. They no. had they had like a, a prostitution rink going on. No. Yeah, they had really? women that they would pimp out. And that's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so they got in big trouble, and and I think ever since then, you know, Rivery was like fighting it in court or whatever. And well, was but it they didn't true or not? I I think so. I dude, think so, why yeah. would they do that? These guys are like making millions of dollars, <laughs> and they hey, you hey, can't. It's you hard can't out here for a pimp, bro. I mean, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do, man. But that's uh, that's horrible, though. Hey, like, you can't take the hood out. out of some people, man. Yeah, pimping women out—that is not, you know, a, a a great choice. Like you, you go to jail. That's like, so random, prison, though. You know, rot like, in prison because you know these women don't deserve that. But but that's like crazy. But like, yeah, you're you're the face girls. of a nation, and you're. I, I I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I read something like that. Yeah. Maybe then, I maybe I misread. I don't know. <laughs> you <laughs> might be so right, stupid. and then Ribery has that cut out over his eye. Yeah, like he, he was like, like yeah, face, Like this know? guy was like into like some some heavy stuff. He's in a crazy his dude. Younger he's days, crazy, man. And, and yeah. I want to say Benzema was a part of it. Right. But maybe it was some other French player. But yeah, France has had a lot of controversy, a lot of things going on. They should have called up the the French guy that plays in in Mexico over at Tigres. Who's that? Um, what's his name? Um, they called him up a couple of times for friendlies. What's his name? He's really good in Mexico. He plays for Tigres, which is like. Is a, he black? No, no, no. He's a a, a white French guy. Um, what's his name, man? Ah, it's gonna bother me. But yeah, he's pretty good. He kills it over in Mexico. Pull that shit up, Jamie. Nah. <laughs> we don't have a Jamie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm gonna have still to don't have up. a Jamie, guys. Anybody want to volunteer? He's he used to play in France for Marseille, and oh, okay. I think he rejected like uh, an extension and went over to Mexico. And the Mexican fans love him, man. Like he just clicked. Is he a the, good player? I, yeah, I'm he's not. really good. Like over in the Mexican league, he's really good, and he kind of revived his career because after he went to Mexico, he started playing with a team and he started having good performances. Right. And uh, they called him up to the national team a couple of times, but I guess they didn't put him in the in the World Cup roster. Well, actually, I don't even know. Mm -hmm. But let me look him up really fast because it's gonna bother me. Um, well, regardless, yeah. so France and Denmark are going through. I don't. I don't care for either one. Um, I don't think France is going to make it very far. Um, Andre so Pierre Guignac. That's his name. Who? Guignac. 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 Andre yeah, Pierre Guignac. I, not, I don't follow Mexican uh, soccer too much, so not, yeah. not really sure. Um, but yeah, they. I guess they should have called him up. Yeah, should have called maybe, him up. Maybe what it is. He's kind of like a Benzema. Kinda. Okay. So he's yeah. a true, like a true striker, yeah, true forward. Big, kind of stocky. Nine. Yeah. Okay. So. All right, so unfortunately, Peru and Australia not going through. 
Peru, I mean, even though they're not going through, they a lot of people were actually talking like good about them, you know, because they played with a lot of grit, a lot of heart. Right. And they constantly attacked. So I guess they were pretty fun to watch from what I was reading. I, I didn't get to watch a game from them, but um, it sucks that they're out, but oh well. All right, so we're moving on to Group D. So we have Croatia, Nigeria, Iceland, and Argentina. And that's kind of weird to read because we're reading them in order, one, two, three, and four, and Argentina's at the bottom with right. one point. After two games, they only have one point. They have three goals, minus three goals against them. So they are going to play very soon against Nigeria, who is flying high. The The Flying Eagles, what are they called? The... I don't know. The, the, the high-flying eagles are flying high. These guys are playing very collective. They have a great counter. They're super fast. You know, Nigerian teams, uh, African teams, for the most part, they always have that speed. Every World Cup. Uh, you know, when you have, like, the Ivory Coast, Cameroon, Senegal, Nigeria, I mean, these guys are very athletic. They're big. They're strong. They're fast. And they can put up a fight. I mean, skill-wise, they don't have the skill compared to Argentina or Croatia. But but they're there. They're winning. They're scoring goals. Um, and, you know, it's a beautiful thing to watch. Croatia, on the other hand. They're they, flying they, Oh, my God. Croatia. They're just clicking. They, they, they're scary mm-hmm. right now. You have Luka Modric. Uh, did I say that right? Modric? Modric. Modric, right? Luka Modric, who plays for Real Madrid with Ronaldo, I mean, this guy, if you look at him play, he just kind of glides through the midfield. I mean, it looks like you're playing a video game, and this guy is just gliding through the midfield with the ball on his feet and distributing balls with accuracy, with perfection, scoring goals, never gives up. I mean, this guy is... He's, he's an energizer. He, he's the messy of the group. He, he's, he's a short guy, yeah, right? Yeah, he's, he's a small dude. He's got, you know, this long, flowing blonde hair. Blue eyes, very dreamy. All right, calm down, and, uh, <laughs> David. Calm down, man. <laughs> but, um, man, that guy's a beast. He, yeah, he's, he's really He's good. fun to watch. Yeah. And he's basically taking over the, the group that Messi was supposed to take over. Right. And Croatia just killed Argentina. I mean, yeah, that was sad cool. to watch. Well, that was a game where Messi looked completely, like, demoralized. demoralized. Yeah. Like, he was looking down, you know, like, he didn't, it didn't seem like he wanted to be there. So. The coach took off. He didn't want to interview. He was all pissed off. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The coach just left. And, but, but Croatia look awesome. Iceland, too, too bad for Iceland because I don't think they're going to beat Argentina. I mean, I mean no, no, I'm well, sorry, they, uh, Croatia. They tied with Argentina. Yeah, I don't think they're going to beat Croatia. Um, and, you know, unfortunately for them, they won over a lot of fans worldwide. They won me over. I, I like Iceland. You know, when you have a country that small producing a team that, that's competing, you know, you have to root for them. You, it makes you want to root for them. But, um, you know, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to they're gonna be able to go through because they only have one point right now. They're up against Croatia. Well, who knows? Croatia might pull a, a France, not play their starters, and, and kind of just, mm-hmm. you know, hold on for the draw because it, they, they already have it. I mean, they, they pretty much... Well, I mean, but a draw doesn't benefit Iceland because they don't go through. So Iceland, yeah. I mean, technically, if you look at all of these groups, they all have a good... Uh, well, not a good chance, but they all have a chance to go through. Croatia, for sure, is already through to the next round. 
So they already secured, um, pretty much they already secured the, the group because they have a goal difference of five. Yeah. So, I mean, unless Nigeria, Nigeria beats win six by six goals yeah. to Argentina. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. Is Croatia already has yeah, it wrapped they, up. They, yeah, they took the first place. Right. Um, but Nigeria has three points, so they're going to be playing Argentina for that second slot. Um because if they win, they secure the second spot. If Argentina wins, they secure the second spot. But then Iceland, if they beat Croatia and Argentina beats uh, Nigeria, they're kind of like stuck at four. And then you go to the goal difference. So Which Argentina is not. It's not. They, well, yeah, they're down. Minus three. Minus three. These guys are. Nigeria. Oh, minus Iceland's two. minus two. So it's, it's close, you know. So it might come down to that. It's, it's exciting, though. Yeah. I, I can't wait. I can't wait for Argentina and Nigeria. We'll I think it's going to be fireworks, man. It's going to be it's going to be lit, fam. As yeah, it's going to be lit. These kids these days, I don't know what the yeah, stuff they dog. come up with. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever say that again. <laughs> okay, so there's a guy saying it's lit, fam. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, so Group D is up in the air. We don't know what's going to happen. We have to wait. Uh, group E. Now we're moving on to Group E, Brazil, Switzerland, Serbia, and Costa Rica. I think Costa Rica was a huge, huge disappointment, especially from what they did um, in the last, World, the last Cup. World Cup. Everybody was excited. They had they kind of kept the team together, right? It's the same yeah. core. Uh, Kaylor Navas, who's the goalkeeper. The, he's a great Madrid. goalkeeper. Yeah. Great goalkeeper. He showed it. But, man, Costa Rica just not. Unfortunately, they had to be in the group with Brazil. You know they weren't going to beat Brazil. Um, Switzerland is is you know doing it good. up. They're they're doing it up, and um, I think Switzerland has a good chance, man, because they're they're playing like Croatia's playing. I mean, they're unified. They have great sco- uh, goal scorers in Shakiri and uh, what's the other guy's name? I don't know. I, I, I don't really know too many other players. They're, they're like uh, Albanian refugees or, or something like that. Really? They have a crazy story. I, I need to look more into that. But um, these guys, man, they're they're playing with heart. They're playing with passion. Every time they're, they're trying to score, they're not, you know, they they came here to prove a point, and then they're doing it. You know, It's they, as if a lot of these small teams, right, like they, yeah. they came to, like, play. Yeah, because a lot of the bigger powers have kind of been like, kind of like a. I mean, look, I, Iran and Morocco, they came, yeah. they came to play. They held they, their ground. They held it, of, man. Well, and not with Russia, but with, uh, the, with, um, Uruguay. Uruguay, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, I th- I still think Brazil is, you know, they tied with Switzerland, but Switzerland's a good team. I think they were ranked number six in the world. Coming into the World Switzerland. Cup, Switzerland. Switzerland, yeah, number six in the world. Are you? I think you're confusing them for Poland. No. No. Was it Switzerland? Let's, let's look it up. Let's look it up because this is gonna let's bother see. me. Look up. Look it up on your computer, man. Okay. Hold on. But anyway, um, Brazil. I think. I think Brazil is still the team to beat. I mean, I think their speed is just. It's just incredible. Um, was it rankings? Let's see. Yeah, you know what? Um, looking at the group, though, it this one's up for grabs because Brazil's going to be playing Costa Rica, Look, right? here we go. The FIFA Coca-Cola World Ranking, Switzerland. Current FIFA World Ranking, number six. Oh, really? Yes, dude. Wow. That's, why, that's why when they played Brazil, 
I knew it was going to be a tough game for Brazil. Like, I thought Brazil was going to win. Dude, I had no idea. But Switzerland, they have a solid team, dude. Solid. They have speed. They have a great defense. All, their players are tall, so the, the ball's in the air. They're, yeah, they're the going to win them. Yeah, they're like, a, they're like a, a mini German team. You know, obviously we think Germany, they're better. But Switzerland is, is, is up there with, with the Germans because they have the size, they have the speed, they have the structure. And, you know, things... Things are looking pretty good for them. So, you know, Brazil and Switzerland played the game and, and they tied. Um, and then Brazil just, you know, ran all over. Um, who was it? Serbia? Because they haven't played Costa Rica. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, it was uh, Serbia. And um, no, was it? Or did they already play Costa Rica? Yeah, it? yeah, it was Costa Rica, dude. Oh, okay. you're confusing so, me here. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, because they scored two in in uh, in overtime. Oh, okay. Remember, because it was zero zero. Uh, Neymar had the uh, the uh, penalty removed from the from the VAR from the mm-hmm. video assistant referee, and it looked it looked like oh man, Brazil is just not clicking. They're not clicking. Not. They're not doing it. You know, they tied with Switzerland. Now they're zero zero with Costa Rica, and what happens? Brazil's Subs make a difference. Brazil's speed makes a difference. They never give up. They're always on that killer instinct mode, dude. That's that's what lacks with France. That's what lacks with Germany. That's what lacks with all well, the Germany, other teams. If I would have asked you this question about Germany like two weeks ago, you would have not had said that. Right? Well, well, I'm saying, but like two weeks ago, you would have you would have sworn from that what Germany we've seen had, right now. Yeah, yeah I could have. Everybody that Germany sworn. was like the. Well, Which all, every I mean, all rightfully so, rightfully were, yeah. so, because everybody thought so, right? But, but yeah, something something happened. But looking at the number, so then Brazil's gonna be playing Serbia for the chance to go to the knockouts. So technically, Brazil might not even make it to the knockout stages. Well, technically, but uh, hey, you never know. You never know. Cause look, if, yeah, if Serbia beats Brazil, then yeah, they're, they're through. <laughs> yeah, and Brazil, they're not gonna yeah. make it, dude. And then. I mean, Switzerland would have to lose to Costa Rica, too, and then maybe it'll go. So that one's an interesting group, too. Yeah. I, I, I would not bet money that Serbia beats Brazil, but Unless it's a want, possibility. Yeah, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. So, Can you imagine dude, if Argentina and Brazil both and Germany t- man. <laughs> don't make the, the knockout stage? Oh, wow, I, I don't even know what to think anymore, man. Um yeah, because it, it might be Serbia and Switzerland going through. Yeah. That's all crazy, right? Yeah. That's that's a crazy um, combo I, I right mean, there. I don't know what's going to happen. It but happen. I, I still have faith that Brazil's going to easily beat Serbia. Maybe, you know, 2-0, two, two something like that. 3-0 maybe. Um, yeah, it's a, it's another oh, interesting group. So so both, well, both that was, Group D and E, man, they're, they're up, for, up for grabs. And then moving on to Group F, that is yeah. also up for grabs. So we have Mexico, Germany, Sweden, and South Korea. South Korea has already been eliminated. There's no possibility of them going through. But Sweden and Germany both have three points. Zero goal differential for both of them. And then at the top, you have Mexico uh, plus two with six points. But that doesn't mean anything because they can still not yeah, advance. I know. Right. So all right, before we move on to that, let's let's go ahead. And, and I'm going to say I was wrong. I was dead wrong. Mexico 
they proved a lot. They proved a lot in that first game against Germany. They played with what we call huevos, right? And that was a thing that we, we wanted to see Mexico is play with some balls, play with some intensity, and they brought it to Germany. I mean, they really, they did. really did. They impressed everybody. And, um, you know, but I will say this. I will say this. I, I don't think... Hold on, hold on. Let, let me stop you there. Okay. Because you already know yeah. what I'm going to say. <laughs> Here comes the, the trash talk, right? No, but the last time... I just want to hear you say it. Cause the I last, was wrong. I was wrong. No, no. You, well, yeah, you, you said you were wrong. But you also said... That if Because I, I told you, hey, you know what? I think it's going to go down as a draw. And you know what? I'm happy that I was wrong because obviously Mexico wins a lot better. But you said that if Mexico drew with Germany, then you were forced to say that Mexico can win the World Cup. Yeah. So Mexico beat Germany. So I just want to yeah, so, hear okay. you say it. All right, so. all right. I think Mexico has a chance. I think Mexico has a chance to win the World Cup. Because of, of how they've been playing. Yeah. However, however, All right. however, having watched Belgium and England play, I don't think Mexico has a chance. I, I really don't. Um, I, I truly do wish Mexico wins the World Cup. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. But having seen these other teams, especially be like Belgium, England, and Croatia, I mean, do yeah. you honestly think that Mexico can really I mean I, I think they can they can give them a good game but do you think they can beat a team like Belgium which, we're, which they, we're gonna talk about in a minute I, I think they can because okay. they've already done it well I don't, I don't think they beat them but they went over to Belgium I think it was last year and they drew 3-3 in their home okay with their fans there man they, they okay. took it to them and now, like I, I, and, I, and I've told you before I, I think Mexico has a solid squad man they do they have solid players and even if you look at the bench you also got to take this into consideration. The generation that Mexico has right now, they've been world champions. Maybe not at this stage, but they've won the under-17 world champion. They won the under-19 world champions, the World Cup for under-17, under-19. They, they, they've won the Olympic gold medal. Yeah. So we're not talking about a group of... Did they win the gold cup? They've won the gold cup yeah. multiple times. Um. So we're not talking about a group of players that doesn't know how to play. Right. Clearly, they know how to play. They've proven it at the smaller levels. Um, it's just a matter of them bringing it together. And that was the main question right. that I yeah. had going into the World Cup. Yeah, like collectively. Like a real team. Yeah, like a real team collectively. And um, and they're having fun. You see all yeah, the videos and the pictures. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're they're flying high right now. They're Mexico, flying high, yeah. And, and you could even tell, like, the other teams... They're they're talking about Mexico. Yeah, like they're, other they're countries. Like, hey, man, Mexico's Mexico. very dangerous. Like their counterattack is oh, amazing. I don't know how they do it, but but every time they counter, they got three guys. Yeah, they got Chicharito, front. Vela, and, and Lucy, Lozano. And Lozano. I mean, they're just running. And, like and they yeah, they have the ball. It's like how the hell did they get there? Like from boom. Bro. Yeah, One it's just like the in a matter of a blink of an eye, and there. I mean, there they go. Here comes Mexico. Yeah. And, and and a lot of times they've been messing up on the finish. Yeah, that's where they need to that's kind where they of, need to fix it. But yeah, um, fix it a little bit. And Chicharito finally showed up. He was missing for for a game and a half yeah. until he finally scored, and and that was an easy goal too that he had there. And, um, and that goal actually puts him at the top of the 
all-time scoring list for Mexico's national yeah. team. So it was kind of it was it was it was a good congratulations, moment for him. little P. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, you know, you were a fan of him when he was already United. And, and Manu, he, yeah. he was doing great, yeah. dude. He was doing great, and and then we had they got the new coach and. But you, you did out. you like him over at Manu? Because yeah. I mean, yeah. well, I'm a Manu fan. Yeah, I had exactly. To like yeah, so he but, he's a good. He's not the thing about Chicharito. What's his real name? Javier Hernandez. Javier Hernandez. There you go. Because you know everybody calls him Chicharito. Um, he's not a true forward. He's like a. He's not a, a number nine, right? He's like this, you know, little kid face, skinny, lanky dude. He's a poacher. He, he's a poacher, which means he just he looks, knows yeah, how to be at the right place at the right time. He knows how to get runs, behind. Yeah. Right. He he can confuse the defense. Uh, but he's not a true striker like a, like Lukaku or strong. Yeah, you know, like give me the ball and yeah, I'll body I'll, somebody yeah. up and just turn around and score. So, I think you know when when you're playing against a, a team like Germany where you got these massive defenders, you tend to kind of just fade away because they're they're muscly, physically, physically imposing their their will on you. And I think that's you kind of saw that. And what happens? You you know, Mexico plays South Korea. Smaller dudes, not as physical, and then he shows up. You know, so I think they, they kind of have to figure out, his you know, role. How, 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 his role, how to get with the bigger dudes, get in there, and, and score more. Yeah. But um, I, I will have to say that Germany disappointed, I think, everybody, even their own fans. I was at, the, uh, at a German, German bar watching the Mexico-Germany game, and you could just tell, like, all the German fans were like, this is not Germany. This is not our team. Like, they haven't shown up yet. And then they played Sweden. And what uh. happens? They, they basically were losing. I mean, and it wasn't until the last second of the last play that they miraculously tied the game. Now, they were pressuring. Like, the last 10 minutes, I mean, they were bringing it on hard. Their players were trying to score. They, they, were, they were actually playing with pace and precision. But Sweden has a decent team. They have a good defense. They weren't letting the Germans. They just, unfortunately, in the last second, uh, Germany did an amazing play that they, I'm sure they practiced yeah, a thousand like a times in, in, you know, in, on, the, on the field. Uh, and they, they ended up tying the game, which complicates a lot the of group. things. It complicated for, the whole for group. For the group, yeah. And but, uh, bef- before we move on, talking about the VR, because um, I was watching the game. VAR. The VAR? Yeah. Okay, the VAR. Video assistant referee. Referee. Okay, so talking about the VAR, um, there was actually a play which pissed me off. There was a clear penalty for Sweden. Yes, yes. And they didn't call it, or they didn't review it. Yeah, they didn't call it, they didn't review it. So I'm thinking, damn, the FIFA must really love Germany. And then on top of that, they came Conspiracy. I know, right? Ratings. And on top of that, they give them five minutes to like close off. The right, game. right. Five minutes. Well, like, well, come that's. On. But see, that's a, that's the thing is that I've noticed is that because of the VAR in place, have they you noticed that they've been adding six, seven minutes sometimes? But they didn't eight. use it during that game. I know. Yeah, that, that is. That was a clear penalty. They even ran it back. Even the the announcers for the game were right. saying like, "Hey, you know what? That was a clear penalty." Yeah. But hey, I, I just. Giving Germany yeah. every chance possible. Every chance possible. Because they're a big draw. They're, they're like yeah. Mexico. Yeah, they're a lot of draw. fans, a lot of money, a lot of networks. A lot of viewership. A yeah. lot of the American fans, actually, um, yeah. are pulling for Germany. Yep. Which, 
Well, you got to remember, we have a, a military base in Germany. So in a, Germany lot of, a, a lot of soldiers yeah. who lived in Germany who are not really into soccer, but when they were living in Germany, they kind of got into soccer. Mm -hmm. So that's the team they follow. Right. And so, yeah, when I was at the German uh, place, you could see there's a lot of like military dudes yeah. who all had German, German jerseys, jerseys yeah. because that's the team that they that they only know associate with. That's what like and they got have them hooked yeah. to soccer. That's why Germany has a lot of fans or worldwide, you know. So right. Hey, and and I, I wanted to ask you a question because I mean I like the USA national team too. I mean not as much as Mexico. They're my second team, um, but I wanted to ask you because there was this commercial and there was this like a lot of trash talk going on. Uh, with Landon Donovan, because uh. he came out, he he came out in a commercial where he had the Mexico jersey on or a Mexico shirt or right, something, right. and he was advocating for for Mexico American fans to oh, root yeah. for Mexico. Yeah, and apparently there was like this backlash, right? That like, oh, like why would this guy do that? Like he's an American, he plays for the USA national team. Why is he like saying that we should root for our rivals? How do you feel about that? Uh. I um, I keep saying um. My wife tells me I do too many ums. Does your wife look at the, at the videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this this <laughs> um is for you, baby. Um, um let me um. Uh, I have to say. That I feel both ways about it, and this is why. And, and you know, the reason I don't I don't like to cheer for Mexico a lot. We've already discussed it in the last podcast. I don't like the fans. I don't like the Mexico fans. Did you see the video where they were burning the German flag? And and, and you can't say that all the fans are like that. Yeah. But that's what I'm talking about. Right? Yeah, well, like, like of right course. There. But every country has stupid fans right, like that. Right, but Yeah, of course, people Mexico, are going to point like at the dumb things, you know, like, oh, well, look. At, they always like to nitpick like certain situations. Right, but, but let me but finish. But there's been other situations but let me that are not negative. This, this, is, this ties into it. Okay. Let me finish. All right. So... Mexican fans are very passionate. I mean, they're, they're probably up there like top five in the world right. of passion for your team, for your country, for your soccer, right? And, and the thing is, I don't think, I'm not saying 100% sure, but I don't think if, if Mexico failed to qualify for a World Cup, like they almost did the last one, right? It wasn't until the USA saved them. To getting in if mexico had not qualified and the u.s did what mexican player would do a commercial wearing a usa jersey advocating for mexican fans to to root for usa tell me right now you have a good point you have a good point and it's the Is only that, point yeah. i need to make no you know what money talks man I'm, I'm sure Landon Donovan wasn't like, oh, I'm just going to go out and make this commercial, you know, because I love Mexico. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm, I'm sure it wasn't even. Out of the kindness even, of yeah, my own heart. Yeah, out of the kindness of my own heart and because I want Mexico to do good. Money talks. So if the money is there, I can guarantee you that they would have pulled any player. Okay, cool. And, well, then and, what he needs to do is, is on Twitter or wherever and say, I got paid very good money to do this. So no, he doesn't so need to you say because I know he did. Well, a lot of people know he did. Well, he's getting a lot of criticism for it. So he needs to explain himself, I guess, because, and 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 this is my argument is, Mexican fans wouldn't do that because they're they're too passionate about their their country. They'll be devastated that they didn't make it, and they they're not going to be advocating for any other team. They'll be like, oh, we didn't make it. We'll screw everybody else. 
I've heard of from a lot of Mexican fans that say, if, if we fail to make a World Cup, I won't even watch. Like, why would I even watch? That's how passionate they are. Yeah, I understand, but then there's a, there's other implications. Because you also have to understand, like, the treatment of, like, you have to take into consideration, like, politics and, like, all of that stuff. So Mexico hasn't been treated so kindly by the United States. Yeah. So it's, let's say, for example, the United, Mexico didn't make the World Cup and the United States did. I mean, I think it'd be harder for Mexico fans, like, from Mexico, because obviously if, I, if Mexico didn't make the World Cup and the USA did, I would root for the United States. But, like, but, as far but, as, like, people in Mexico... I, I feel like it's harder for them to yeah. root for a country that has, like, in the eyes of many, or, you know, politically right, treated the them like... Immigration yeah, yeah, like treated them really bad. Especially with Trump right now. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I think it's harder for the Mexico fans to root for a country like that, but not so much for the United States because they're not in the situation that Mexico's in, you know? Right. They're kind of... Mexico, in a way, is kind of like the United States' little brother. You know, like, yeah. they're kind of always going to kick them around. and, But, I mean, that's kind of how I see it. And then another thing, if you think about it, if Mexico does good, I mean, that looks good for the confederation that we're in. The CONCACAF? Yeah, the CONCACAF. So if they do good, the CONCACAF looks good. And you want to have solid competition in the CONCACAF. So if Mexico is a World Cup champion or they do good, then that means that that's going to force the United States to step up their game. And then they're going to become good, you know, so... Honestly, um, I didn't see it as a bad thing, but... I don't... I mean, the last thing I'll say about this is Do Landon Donovan, you know, he, he says, oh, because I grew up in L.A., a lot of Mexican culture influence. He played in Mexico. He played his in Mexico. His last season of professional right. soccer, he just finished right. in Mexico. Now, now, that's all cool. Uh, but uh, what I would say is, if you want to root for the U.S., do it on your own. Like, don't be making commercials, especially telling people to root for Mexico. I think you're you're kind of crossing the line there a little bit. Uh, like I said, money talks. I'm sure he got paid a lot of money to, to do it. I personally, I wouldn't do it. Uh, you know, even though I'm Mexican-American, if I played for the U.S. national team, I'm not going to do that. And, and you had other players on the U.S. team saying, what the hell, dude? Like, yeah. that's bullshit. <coughs> like, you you weren't that passionate when we were trying to qualify. You were criticizing us. And, and you were all disappointed, this and that. And then Mexico makes the World Cup, and you're all happy, but you weren't happy for us when we were playing. Like, that, that's kind of bullshit on, on Donovan's well, part. Well, I mean, what is, what, what is he supposed to be happy for if the United States team was playing like trash? Well, well not like, what happy, do you want but, him to be happy support. for? Support well, the yeah, damn team. Yeah, but like supporting's not be, gonna be be uh be proactive and say, hey guys, I know we're not doing so well, but but let's do it. Come on, you know. But not. Nah, but that's it's what the criticism. but that's what the criticism is for because he's trying to like build them up. Of course, he's not gonna be like, oh, you guys are doing awesome if they're playing like trash. He's gonna obviously criticize the team because he wants the team to do better, and he probably knows that the team can do better. I think he was just jealous because they didn't want him anymore, dude. Yeah, and you also have to remember because <laughs> that dude. last World Cup, they kind of shunned him. Yeah. Remember, Jurgen Klinsmann kind of shunned him. Yeah. Um, He's like, dude, you're old. We don't need you anymore. <laughs> and that, I, I think that was a bad move by, by Klinsmann. I don't know how you feel yeah, about cause, it. Yeah, because, no, I, I think Donovan should have been there. Donovan should have been like the Rafa Marquez he, he's he's a leader, Mexico dude. Today. He's a leader. Yeah. He, the experience, he knows the veteran. system. Exactly. He's been to how many World Cups? That would have been like his third, or third one or fourth one, maybe? Something like know. that. But, yeah. 
Anyway, all right, we we gonna have to wrap this up because uh, Argentina is on the start. brink of losing, and we gotta watch that meltdown. Wait, they're playing already? I thought they played at twelve. It's eleven thirty, dude. Oh shit! Yeah, we gotta wrap yeah. this up. Um, all right, so so Group F, we don't know what's gonna happen. We'll come back to that. Group G, Group G is already wrapped up, right? England, Belgium, Tunisia, and Panama. Panama, I don't even know. This is what pisses me off the most is that it should have been USA. It should have been USA instead of Panama. Now, let's revert. Let's switch it. Let's hypothetically switch it. USA, England, Belgium, Tunisia. They wouldn't have gotten out of the group. USA would have got murdered. I mean, not as bad as Panama. I think they would have been way more competitive, obviously. But, man, I mean... England and Belgium are just, and I told you guys about England. I I, I, I picked them as a dark horse. I picked Belgium and England. Well, as we a dark gotta pick horse. one. Yeah, pick one. Who was the? It was Belgium, right? Well, I picked a couple because you're like, oh, out of the teams that are not like favorites right. to win the World Cup, I picked Belgium. I picked England. I picked Uruguay, mm-hmm. and I picked Mexico. Yeah. So, you know, I I had picked England as my dark horse, and and mainly because. You know, I think they have the most speed. I mean, the, when you they watch play them play, fast, right? Raheem Sterling, like between Sterling and Jesse Lingard, I think right now Jesse Lingard is the best player in the entire tournament right now. If Jesse Lingard plays for uh, Manchester United. Yeah, I'm a little biased, but hmm. they have, I mean, look, when you have Marcus Rashford on your bench, Right, Marcus Rashford is another guy who plays for Manchester United. He's 20 years old, one of the fastest players in the world. Uh, I don't know if you saw when England was playing against uh, who did they play first against. Uh, uh, they weren't doing so well. Tunisia. Uh, t- Tunisia. Um, was it Tunisia? Yeah, because they just finished destroying Panama this last. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it was against Tunisia, and then England wasn't wasn't doing so well. And as soon as Marcus Rashford comes into the game, I mean, the, the entire game The dynamic changed. Everything changed. The speed picks up. The skill level picks up. And it's like, why is this guy not starting? Why? Because you have Harry Kane. Harry well, Kane that guy's is on killing fire, it too. Yeah. Well, not the first game. It, it was the second game against uh, he scored a hat Panama trick, right? where he scored a hat trick. But, remember, but he scored Panama. Two, didn't he score two against uh, Tunisia? Yeah, after Rashford came on. Dude. Uh. You know, it was like... The, the the England squad is very young, but they're so fast. I mean, they're so fast. I, they're faster than Brazil. It, it's insane. It's the renaissance of the England yeah, squad. Yeah, th- this is not your father's England team, dude. I mean, they, you know, England teams are known for being very well balanced. They're not super fast, but they're strong not defense, slow. Strong defense. Strong defense. Big, strong. Very, you know, kind of like the German team. And, and the, A they play slower. On the, yeah, they play on the counter. Like an Italian team, yeah. but this team, I mean, they're they're out to score every single time, and and these young guns, they they want to prove it. Raheem Sterling, um, Marcus Rashford, Harry Kane, Harry Kane. They have uh, Jesse Lingard, and I mean, it just the list goes on and on and on. Who's a goalie? Um, the goalie is. Let's see. I thought it, it's not um, Hart anymore. Uh, Pickford. Who, who does he play with? Jordan Pickford. Uh, let me think. 
He plays for... I don't know. He plays for England now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, England, Everton. Everton. I think he plays for Everton. Yeah. Okay. And uh, which is you know, it's yeah, a, decent it's a decent team squad, in, the, in the EPL. Yeah. But uh, man, England. And and the only reason I'm not picking England to win the World Cup is because they because Belgium is there, and and Belgium has been probably the most consistent best team that we've seen so far, besides Mexico, uh, in consistency. You know, in, in cohesiveness. I mean, Belgium has everything you want, dude. They have their uh, a good defense. Their midfield is world class, and then they have Lukaku up front, who is a world class, true number nine striker. Did you see that dude? Uh, he was like in midfield or or b- below midfield, and the somebody kicked the ball, and he like outran everybody, everybody, dude. I mean, that guy has amazing speed. He's what, like 6'3 or something like that? Tank. Big dude. He's a tank. You and know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of Josie Altador, like a bigger version. Like <laughs> Josie Altador. <laughs> well, of okay, course, Josie uh, Altador uh, is nowhere near the level. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Like, they're kind of like physically like the same. Like, they're big dudes. They're strong. They'll push, like, the defenders around, you know. Like, of course, the skill level is not the same. I'm just saying, like, Physically, like I, I feel like they're very. He, he similar. reminds me of a of a Drogba. Oh, Didier Drogba. That, that's who he reminds me of. <laughs> Chelsea Altidore, dude, come on. I mean, Altidore's a big dude. Yeah, he's got the same. Yeah, body well, that's though. what I'm saying. Like same, physically, same not yeah. like, not like based yeah. on skill level. But but yeah, <laughs> like Josie Altidore on steroids. Yeah. On Clearnet. Now, now the person that I'm kind of disappointed with though is is Hazard, Eden Hazard. Eden Hazard. He was supposed to be like next to Messi and Ronaldo in this cup because mm-hmm. that dude he has some great skill I mean he, he, he's a oh yeah he he's plays a player at Chelsea right yeah he plays at Chelsea he's a, he is an amazing talent dude um, but it, for some reason he's just kind of disappeared and and Lukaku has has shined over De Bruyne De Bruyne oh, De Bruyne De Bruyne I think that's a, that's how you De Bruyne De Bruyne I think it's just De Bruyne, De Bruyne. I think De Bruyne. it's De Bruyne yeah he's a little redhead kid and he's like the the version of uh, Luka Modric. I mean, that dude's in the midfield. He's gliding around, he's distributing a big the ball. No. Well, I don't. Th- he's kind of lanky though. He he's looks kind of s- big. He nah, looks like he's real skinny, physically though. big. Because Modric is really I'd small. I'd kick his ass. <laughs> uh, I probably would too. Uh. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, they have. Oof. Their their team is is solid, man. Their team is solid. And, so. and, and they're gonna play for the. First and second place. Because they're automatically through already. Right, right. So they're, yeah. I mean, I think they have a, a pretty easy way through through to the, um, well, I don't know. Do they, do they end up playing? Because they're going to play the group with, yeah, J- Japan, Senegal, Colombia. Right, but it, but after that. Well, I don't know. Well, it, that, it doesn't yeah, matter. It after yeah, that, it's it still getting super yeah. hard. Yeah. But, um I yeah, think so. England beats Belgium. I'm going to put it on record right now. I <laughs> I think England beats Belgium, like a 2-1 kind of game. Yeah, I mean, that, that speed Maybe a three is just two. insane, dude. It, it's just Harry, Belgi- Harry Kane's I, on point. Lingard is running through the field. But but then Belgium, man, they have, they're so structured. Like, I think you're overrating Belgium, like, a lot. I don't know, lot, man. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like you're really high on Belgium, but I don't think... Don't get me wrong. Like I said, I think they're like a solid squad. I picked them as a one of like maybe a possible dark horse, but I just feel like you're super high on them. And 
Either that or Mexico is really good because I told you Mexico went over to Belgium and they, they tied it up three three man they scored three on Belgium yeah. in Belgium but so it's a friendly dude it's a friendly this is this I, is the World Cup we're talking about dude. yeah but I don't know man I'm not don't get me wrong Belgium's good I just think you're overrating them a little bit and I think England's gonna take the group I think they're gonna beat them like a three I hope two, so I hope so because because I I like England and I think. I think it's been a long time coming for England. Like, I think, you know, well, I, I don't know if they have the best fans in the world. But, they probably, but they one probably of the best do. fan bases in the world, yeah. I, I want to say they do. I mean, the game was invented in England. Um, well, that that's debatable, no? Cause <laughs> the well, let's game, not get the into game, that, but whatever. The game was invented in England and perfected in Brazil. Let's just leave it at that. That well, that that's not what I was trying. That's not where I was going. Well, what's debatable? Well, was wasn't there like talks that like supposedly like it started like in Mexico with Man, like get the, the hell out no, of I'm it. serious. There's like talks that well, supposedly well, yeah, they would yeah. play with like some sort of like. <laughs> I mean, Mexico had like obviously had the the poke poke Yeah, that is where they don't use their hands. They, they, they create use their the feet rubber ball and, and they use their head. Yeah, but so, um, we're talking about the game as the we rules, know it today. Yeah, as we know with okay, the rules, yeah. the, the the field, the dimensions, the way you play with the goalie and all that stuff. Yeah, the, I mean, the like English, with the modern mo- the modern day right, game, right. The, the modern soccer game. Uh, the, yeah. So, anyway, all right. So that's Group G. England and Belgium just destroyed it. Panama zero points. Tunisia zero points. Panama minus eight. <laughs> Tunisia minus four. And uh, they have to play each other. So who do you who do you got in that game? Tunisia, Panama. I'm gonna go with Tunisia. I'm gonna go with my my boys from Central America, Panama, because I'm a pro Concacaf guy. So I'm hoping they pull out the win. Uh, I'm gonna go with the zero zero draw. <laughs> <laughs> so they each get one point. The one <laughs> that would wow, make them feel real proud. That's messed I guess. up, man. All right, so let's close this out. So we got uh, Group H, um, Japan, Senegal, Colombia, and Poland. What do you think about that group? Um, well, before I get into it, very classy fans. Um, I was looking at videos of after the match with Japan and Colombia mm, where the yeah. fans actually, like, stayed back in the stands and they started cleaning up. Right, like, wow, right, these right. fans are, like, really, It's really a part of their culture, man. Yeah. So, you know the, the Japanese students... They, uh, schools in Japan don't have uh, custodial staff. And they don't have, uh, uh, like, the people who make lunch, like the lunch people. No. They make the, their own lunch, They right? make their, their own, own lunch, and they clean up their, the, the halls, That's their really rooms. Cool. They scrub the floors. Every, they make them do everything. It's a part of the culture. And so, you know, fans at a stadium could be very rowdy, and, and dirty, people are and drunk, they trash and, and you just throw your trash everywhere. And the Japanese just kind of stayed back. They brought trash bags with them. Yeah, they did. I mean, that's crazy. Um, and then Senegal did the same thing. Yeah. Now, that's I, really I don't, cool. That's I, classy. So I've been to Japan. I don't know if you knew this, but I've been to Japan. No. I went there for a week with a friend of mine. And I experienced some racism in Japan. Well, because the, the, it's such a, what is it, homogeneous when it's just one? Uh, yeah, yeah, I it's mean, a it's a homogeneous culture. Right, right. Everybody looks the same. <clears throat> everybody like. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm not gonna get into to the details of, of, um, the racism I experienced because we're running out of time, but I experienced some racism twice, not once but twice. 
So I think the Japanese culture is beautiful. I think I think some of the people are nice, but I hope Japan loses and burns in hell <laughs> because I I I, I don't ever want to go back to that country wow. because of the uh, racism it I experienced. Must, it must have been really bad. No, it wasn't. It wasn't bad, but <laughs> <laughs> what happened to you, dude? <laughs> no, dude, it just that's some strong like dude, hate. Me and I my hope me and my friend burns and dies in hell. That's some strong hate right there. <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't believe Where in did hell, they so. take you, dude? Um, no, they, they denied me and my friend entry to a restaurant. Really? They, they took a look at us and shut the door in our face. No. And closed the curtain. That's messed up. Yeah. And those people inside. Maybe yeah, they were already yeah, closed. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know where I was. We were walking around some Japanese I district. I mean, were you guys drunk or what? No. We were we were reading the menu. You know how they have those triangle menus? Outside, the yeah, before you go yeah, in. Yeah, we were just looking at it, trying to figure out. And then this dude comes up. And I thought he was going to be like, welcome, or whatever. He, he looks at me head to toe, slams the door shut, and closes the curtain. Wow. Yeah. That's messed up. It's like, you know, I don't know if they were like Japanese Yakuza or something, but... Maybe. Maybe, maybe it, was it was like a, a scheme like to launder money or something. I don't know. I don't know. They were like running business. Maybe at the time that you went, they had like the big dogs there running business and stuff. Yeah. And then, and then I was in the subway trying to figure out the subway system. And I asked the police officer for help, and he just kind of walked away from me. <laughs> I mean, I am, you got to remember, I'm a big Mexican dude. I'm what, 5'11, almost six feet. Yeah, yeah. I'm not skinny. I probably look like Godzilla to these people. And, and I guess they were intimidated. I don't know. Yeah. But, but yeah. they probably thought you were like a Yakuza, man. No. Like dude. the Yakuza guys are like Asian. big dudes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like well fed. Yeah, but anyway, I don't, I, I don't I don't want Japan to go through just just on that fact. I, but I think they're playing great. I think Japan is playing really good. They have a they have a decent team. Senegal's playing very well too. Colombia starting to pick it up. Yeah. They're starting to click. But Poland. but they've been very disappointing. I yeah. think I think they've been very disappointing. Poland has been very. That's I mean, been like the letdown of yeah man. The group, Poland man? with with Le, 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 Lewandowski. Lewandowski. What happened? Right? Where they were ranked pretty high, right? Yeah. Um, were they top ten in the rankings? I think so. Do, do you still have them there? I think. Uh, let's see. I think they were like top ten, I believe. Let's see. Let me. Come on, Jamie, they, you're letting me down here. I think they might have even been, like, top five. Maybe. Let's see. Going into the World Cup. Um, let's see. Coca-Cola. The FIFA Coca-Cola World Ranking. Poland was eight. Uh, yeah, I told Ranked you they were top ten. Eight. Wow. Zero points. Zero points. And then they have, what, um, minus four. Wow, dude. So, who's playing who in this one? Because I know Japan already played Colombia. And did they already play Poland? Or, so, or Colombia's playing Senegal. For the spot. Yeah. Damn, there's a lot of these That's going to be a tough huh? one, man. Because, yeah, Colombia, Senegal um, on the 28th, 8 a.m. Was that tomorrow? Uh, no, two days from now. Yeah. Two days from now. Thursday. Yeah, I mean, like I said, these African teams, man, they showed up. They showed up to play, and um, they're doing pretty well, pretty well for but themselves. You, you haven't, uh, just really fast, um, you haven't picked who's going to go through. For who? For all the groups. Like you kind of just went over, like, an overview, but... 
Okay, so, so looking so at Group D, Uruguay and Russia are already through. Spain and Portugal are already through. France um, and Denmark are through. I'm gonna yeah, France and Denmark, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Croatia. I'm gonna say Croatia and Nigeria. I don't I don't think Argentina is is going to. I think Argentina and Nigeria are gonna tie. Mm. I think maybe like a two two or something like that. I um, think I think that one's gonna be Croatia and Argentina. I think uh, Messi. I, I want to lean towards one. that, but because I don't like Argentina and and I think yeah. Ronaldo's better than Messi, I'm gonna be a little biased and and I I, I want to laugh when Argentina doesn't make it, but they have a great chance. I mean they they could make they could still make it through, no problem. They, they have, have the talent. Yeah, they have so. the team. They have Messi. They have no excuses. Have I mean, why, why can't you they beat a, Nigeria? They have a good crop of players. Yeah. It's not only just Messi. It's, it's a couple of players that they have yeah. that are really good. All right. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Croatia, Nigeria. You got Croatia, Argentina. And I'm going to go with Brazil, Switzerland for Group E. Group uh, for, F. For that one, I'm going to go with uh, Switzerland and Serbia. Ah, <laughs> Costa Rica. <laughs> no, I'm gonna <laughs> they go. They can't even make it, but you're yeah. gonna go with them. I'm gonna go Brazil and Switzerland. You okay. said Brazil and Switzerland too, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm gonna go Group F. Man, see, I, I'm gonna go with Mexico, even though I think Sweden, Sweden is gonna give them hell, man. So I, they Sweden might even. Nah, uh, mm. I don't know. I so think I'm gonna go Mexico. And Germany. Yeah, I'm gonna. Because go. I think Germany kills South Korea. But in, in what order? Because I mean, this one's a tough group. They could all possibly end up. Well, if Germany, points, if Germany beats the same goal difference, if Germany beats South Korea like three zero, and Mexico ties, or or wins one zero, then it's I think Germany wins the group, right? Yeah. Just they could still win the group. Depends on the goal difference. On the goal difference. Yeah, I have uh, Mexico and Germany going through. Honestly, I think the game tomorrow with uh, Mexico and Sweden, I th- I'm going to go out on a limb. I think Mexico is going to make it look easy. I don't want to get too confident because I've gotten my heart broken yes. a lot of times. But I think Mexico is going to make it look easy, and they're going to establish the dominance for the group, and they're going to take that number one spot. I think it's going to go down like a 2-0 with uh, like, Mexico-Sweden. The, the thing Sweden. is, <coughs> I just hope that Mexico – didn't benefit from a German squad that that just wasn't playing like Germany, and and then South Korea, which nobody expects to to nobody is even expected for them to even make it out of the group. So you played a, a German squad that just couldn't get it together, then you play South Korea, which you can beat easily, and now you're playing a Sweden team that gave Germany hell, and beat South Korea. I think it's going to be a great matchup. Yeah, and I think. I think anything can happen, man. I, I, I'm not going to go on a limb and say that Mexico's well, going to make it look easy. That's that's hardcore words right there, man. I don't know. I, I think they have the talent, and I think they're easily more talented than Sweden to the point where they could just outclass them. I'm just saying. I'm confident in this team. Um, and But, I mean, there's also the possibility Mexico might not even make it out of the group. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so. If that's, if that's a possibility, how can you say they're going to make it look easy? I, I, I think they will. I just have a feeling they will. By the way, really, really fast, did you know that 
the South Korean players, like, because I was watching, like, after they lost to Mexico, one of their players was, like, crying and everything. I was like, wow, like, I get it. Like, you guys lost. But, like, he was, like, really crying. And then, so I started reading this article, and it was saying that um, apparently in South Korea, it's mandatory by the government that before you turn 26 or 28, you have to enlist in the military. Yeah. So you have to it's do, mandatory. like, two years. Like Israel's Yeah, I don't know how many years you have to do in the military. So this guy, in the prime of his career, because he didn't make it out of the group stage, because the only way you get out of the, like, the mandatory uh, military enlisting um, is if you win a gold medal or if you make it out of the group stage uh, in the World Cup. Or, like, if you, like, shit. if there's, like, you, the team is solid, right, you know? So then right, all the right. team is pardoned. But since right. they didn't, like, do anything, um, they're going to have to enlist. So then this guy, he's, like, in the prime of his career, and he's 26, so he's going to have to go back to South Korea and... Get in, yeah, the military. In, get into the military. So uh, it sucks, sucks. right? <clears throat> that really sucks. And it, it's the guy who scored the goal, the last minute goal mm. versus Mexico. Mm. Yeah, that goal is gonna come back to bite yeah, Mexico, man. man. They should have never let that guy yeah. score. When they, they scored, I was like, man, yeah, I that, hope that doesn't come back to bite that, Mexico. Yeah, that really messed them up. But anyway, uh, Group G, England and Belgium are already going through, and then Group H. I'm gonna go on a limb and say, I think Colombia is gonna go through. And I'm gonna say, Senegal. No, wait, 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 no, no, no. No, no, because no, no. they're playing each they're other. They're playing each other. Well, I mean, technically they yeah. can both go through if they both draw. Well, if they draw and Japan loses. Yeah, by a lot, by like two goals. Yeah, because Colombia has plus two, Japan only has plus one. So Colombia would go through on a draw. Yeah, and Senegal would go through on a draw too. Yeah, that makes it okay. So I'm gonna say, I think I think I think Colombia can beat Senegal. So I'm gonna go with Colombia, and then Japan. Yeah, Colombia and Japan. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with uh, Colombia and Japan, and that one I think I'm gonna go with Colombia taking first place in the group. Well, yeah, because they, they have a plus plus one over Japan. Yeah, they have a plus one, but they're one point down. So if Japan wins, they win the group. But I think Poland is going to win that last match. Yeah, I mean, As they got to do something. Yeah, I think it's they're going to. very embarrassing. Yeah, I think they they're going to go out, out and, and try to win that last match. So. All right, so we got five minutes before noon, so we got to wrap this up. All right, any last. Uh, Last words. Mm. Tomorrow we're gonna wake up at. Yeah, we're gonna wake up at what? Seven. I gotta. I gotta wake up at six thirty. Get the kids ready. Drop them off at their summer camp, so that I could make it to Ojos Locos at seven a.m. So we can get a seat. And I don't even know if they're gonna be selling like alcohol. I, I think it might be too early. It's never too early. No, I know, I know it's never too early. <laughs> we might have saying. to sneak something in. We might something. have to go out into the parking lot <laughs> yeah. and drink out in the parking, parking lot. We have to tailgate. <laughs> yeah, tailgate. And no, I, I'm hey, sure everybody's cool. going to be tailgating, that's, yeah. You know what? That's actually a pretty good idea. As in the cops tailgate. roll up. <laughs> and, well, you PD can, live. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, so we got to do that. Um, and, uh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about this Nigeria Argentina. Argentina game. I don't it's know gonna what's going to happen, dude. It's going to be a fire Is game. Is Messi finally going to show up? I think he does. I don't know. Mm. Mm. We'll see. Mm. Okay. 
All right. Well, everybody, that's it for another edition of the Sweet Advice Podcast World Cup edition. And I uh, want to thank our sponsors again on the gas uh, promotions on the gas. Uh, it's ondgas.com. Go ahead and check them out. And we will check you guys later. Yeah.